Today on Good Stuff, we review Lime Pie Oreos with special guest Josh Gondelman. Welcome to Good Stuff, the definitive, definitive, nailing this intro, definitive Oreo podcast with Rob and Nick. And also, uh, today, we actually have a really, this is a special episode, we have a special guest who agreed uh, for me to mail him Oreos, which, you know, a serial killer might do. Um, And he said, yeah, sure, do that. And I said, they're from Spain. And he said, great. And he said, yeah, I'll be on your podcast. It is the one, the only Josh Gondelman. Say hi, Josh. Hello. Um, I feel like numerically you're probably right. There might only be one Josh Gondelman. Oh, yeah. I don't. Well, I, I, I guess I don't know other. You're the only person I know that has the last name Gondelman. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are others of those for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. I'm not you're, a tragic. Sure I don't have, have a, a tragic orphan story. Or <laughs> No, <laughs> you didn't just like come into being one day and just were the the first Josh yeah, Gondelman the first, ever. Right, the, the only, or the only Gondelman even is now the parameter, yeah. right? Yeah, I wasn't, um, I didn't invent that name, which would have, what a specific <laughs> choice. If I was like, that, it's actually my stage name, it's nobody's name. It's, uh, um, yeah. my, my father was a gondola and my mother was a man. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. I should have gone the other way. My mother was a gondola and my father was a man. Yeah, there you go. That's how, that's uh, Josh Gondelman's origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, once again, thank you so much for coming on, uh, to good stuff. And, um, Nick, why don't you tell us what weird Oreo I mailed, which weird Oreo we found on eBay and shipped to Josh. Oh, fascinating. Okay. I didn't know the genesis of this package of cookies. Oh, we were looking, we were like, oh, Josh wants to come on the show. And I, I asked you. Uh, do you want like a normal one or like a weird one? You said like, let's go weird. Who says normal? So, oh, who says normal one? Yeah. I uh, <laughs> exactly. This means, like, wants, I want to like, review just like an Oreo. If I, if I have the opportunity, if I have the opportunity to review a food, I want it to be the weirdest iteration of that food. Oh, well, I'm, totally. afraid, well, I'm happy to say the internet's the place to go. Um, because I've, this <laughs> Wait, is, there's weird stuff on the internet now. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you can believe it. Um, this is not the first time I've turned to the internet to track down Oreos. Um, uh, before I, I had to That's order, exciting. had to order them from China in the past. So wow, uh, yeah, on Alibaba, <laughs> uh, I, I was able to get it through through Amazon, believe it or not, and uh, mm, but from China, yeah, I got a uh, hot chicken wing and wasabi, and that sounds and- incredible. Those were the ones I was looking for. I was like, oh, Josh wants weird. Let's go weird, weird. But yeah. I think they're discontinued. Yeah, so I'm, I'm keeping my eye out for it. So if you want a repeat visit, uh, I'll track them down. Yeah, I'll come back for Wasabi Oreos. I, um, look, when I, you know, a few years ago, I went on Silk Road and I got heroin flavored Oreos. What? what? Oh, my God. That's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, I got, yeah. Hum- Real spicy. Human you wouldn't expect. Oreos <laughs> of the dark web. Any good? Totally. Um, I'll tell you what, I don't think they morally know uh, to eat a human finger Oreo, but like texturally also no, but you do feel like a god. Um, that is good to know. I'll look, I'll keep an eye out. I'll keep a finger out. I don't know. Keep a finger uh, out. No, tuck them in. They're going to turn them into Oreos and sell them in the dark. Any web. Oreo can be a human finger Oreo if you are careless. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So. If you're just really going for it. <laughs> you're just like, ah. Yeah, but you, you. Uh, I've had some nights where I'm like that. But you got to keep the pinky so uh, you can be, at least be fancy about it when you're going to be eating these human Oreos. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Stick your pinky out. Put someone else's pinky in your mouth. In the cookie. <laughs> you got it. Uh, so <laughs> uh, what what cookie did we uh, what cookie did we taste? Uh, I, I'm happy to tell you that Google Translate informs me that these are cookies with flavor of lemon. So. I have so I have a I have a thing about this too because I when I bought it on uh eBay it said like lime pie oreos. Right. Um it, and then I did the same thing. I was like, okay, yeah, what does sabor a pas de limon mean? And it said lemon pie. And I found out that lime and lemon in Spanish 
are the same. I didn't know that, but I found I actually just found that out shortly before this episode <laughs> when I when I tried to translate it. So you so that was a lie. So, so you did know it for well, a moment. Uh, I I was distracted. I wanted to hear you. <laughs> That's fair. But uh, yeah, I uh, we started. I I just like got really confused and frustrated because I was like, I don't know what it is, and then I tasted it and I had. I had feelings about the the flavor of the Oreo. Uh, I was actually kind of happy we found this because um, key lime pie was released in the U.S. at some point, but I've not been able to find it. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, so this might be. I'm hoping this is what they had in mind. To, you know, so I can fill that gap in my long Oreo. In your Oreo, yeah, yeah like uh, you're in your lecture. He has he has a secret tier list that uh, uh, only he can see. Yeah. Whereas we and the show are constructing a full tier list of, of best to worst Oreos. How many Oreos? So how many have you tried so far? Um, I've tried it. As... I've tried at least 80 at this point. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's had m- way more than me. As of the release of this, I think we will be up to 10 and we'll have like five or six episodes still ready to mm-hmm. go and plenty to go. <laughs> So, but yeah. So, so to be fair, and like for like full disclosure and stuff, like some of them are like seasonal things where it's like the same flavor but slightly different form factor, like Easter egg shaped and colored Oreos, which are still just like double stuff Oreos, but they've got like different color cream and stuff. But I, I count them anyway. Sure. Okay. But um. But yeah, I think that counts. Yeah, but there's a lot of different flavors in there. Like there's still probably upwards of at least four, you know, forty or fifty flavors alone. So. Wow. I feel it's something like that, right. but they're all like limited edition, like one one off things, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They have like a they had like a chicken and waffles one, which I think are still around, uh, which is one that I've been looking for too. They have like uh, they've been experimenting with savory Oreos, and they're not that hard to find. Uh, as well as uh, one time Nick brought to a party that I went to uh, Swedish fish Oreos, which were too accurate. Those I've seen. The- they were too correct. Like the, they tasted like too much like Swedish fish. Uh, yeah. I think to me, a, a big part of the Swedish fish experience is not just the flavor, right? It's the texture and the texture and uh, the chewiness matches the flavor. And I think just that uh, kind of red gelatin flavor without the chewiness, like in an Oreo cream might be overwhelming. Oh, totally. <laughs> There's a, it was it was exactly how I felt. There's a lot to say about them, but if you ever do find them, I do recommend trying them. Mhm. Again, I'll try I want to try the weirdest varieties of things. I I maybe not to always have like I'm not like one of those people like if you come to my house, I'm not going to be like, "Would you like a drink? I have uh this kind of denatured rat poison and absinthe, whatever <laughs> yeah. you like, you know, the two drinks. So like, <laughs> I, I like regular stuff too, but I feel like if I can try a weird thing, like that's, I'm, I'm always up for that. Oh, same. My, uh, my, my best friend used to make fun of, uh, my mom. Cause she was kind of like that person where she would always just like go into a store and she'd be like, apple chips, Let's get apple chips. Sure. And it's just basically a bag of edible potpourri. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, like, he would joke that she was a, because I think there is a statistical person or term for this called, like, a doomsday shopper, where they're the shopper that will buy the products that fail. Oh, like, that's so funny. Only buy, they will often buy the products because they're like, oh, yeah, I'll experiment with these. And those products just, like, completely bankrupt the company. It's <laughs> so funny. It's like they were the one purchaser or whatever. I love that. And I don't do it that often, but like if I'm at an ice cream place and they have like, you know, I might not get the whole dish, but I'll be like, Hey, I'll, I'll like really, I'm not a great actor, but I will put on my kind of best acting chops. or are like, huh? Cardamom and caramel. That sounds interesting. Can I get just a taste <laughs> of that? And then I'll try and be like, Mint chocolate chip, please. Kind of mint chocolate chip. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the the best ice cream tasting experience I've had was when I uh, helped a friend um, plan, uh, plan their wedding, and they needed to pick ice cream out for the ice cream bar they were going to have. So I introduced yeah. them to a, to a local place, and we go in there, and I that was my chance to finally try all like all the weird flavors I never felt brave enough to try before, and I'm really glad I did it. I wish that we told the poor kid behind the counter that we were planning a wedding before that 
Oh, so you just went so, in. Like, 100% obnoxious. Um, and, and then, like, about halfway through, we're like, oh, shoot, we we need to explain this. And, like, the kid was still flustered, but, you know, uh, <laughs> a little bit more understanding after that. We tipped well, I sure. promise. Yeah, that's a, that's what you got to do, I think, especially if there's not a big line. You tip well, you say thank you. What else can you do? Right, exactly. Also, I feel like if you're Nick, have you planned other weddings? No, that was the only that was the only one that I've been uh, okay. uh, that I've had to help with. I've been a best man before, so, but that's about it. So if you, if you can lie and not tell people you're planning a wedding, that's like thousands of dollars you're saving. So <laughs> I, that truly, true. like the, you get not maybe not at an ice cream parlor, but most places. <laughs> if, you're like, if you're like, hey, can I rent this hall for the night? They're, they'll be like this much money. And you're like, it's for my wedding. And they're like, ah, twice that much money. Um, <laughs> you know, because you got to get married somewhere. <laughs> you know, this never occurred to me. I'm going to I'm going to put that idea in my back pocket. Got it. Yeah. You could also go to a, an ice cream shop and demand double price ice cream. You yeah. can always say, like, I want this ice cream to be more luxurious and expensive. <laughs> or you could taste everything again and be like, it's I'm I'm planning an ice cream bar for it's a, a wedding. wedding. Yeah, yeah. It's an ice cream themed wedding. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. Yeah. It's um yeah, it's Ben's daughter of Ben and Jerry's, so <laughs> she takes her shit seriously. <laughs> They thought it would be kind of gauche if they used their ice yeah. cream. So we want to go. It to... would really be like, um, like a a flex in the face of the in laws too. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, oh, we you want some of our, our own? We we actually made a limited run ice cream for this wedding. Uh, yeah, it's called <laughs> yeah, wedded bits, like... and there's little pieces of a ve- of a, a um, cotton candy veil dispersed throughout the ice cream. <laughs> They they had a second one that they tried called newly bread that just had pieces of bread mixed oh, in. Yeah, that stinks. Swirl. You got to try work. it. I would eat it. You, you got to try, try it. it. I, I, like, right, like, it's one of those cores. I'm already ready ready to eat it. Like I'm, I'm I want to just leave right now and go and like go to the supermarket before it closes. Go eat this imaginary ice yeah. cream. <laughs> go eat bread ice cream. Bread flavored. Is it bread flavored or is it bread chunks? I like chunks or of bread. Both. I would love yeah. chunks of bread or both. I mean, I don't think I would like to eat it, but I think it's a funnier ice cream. <laughs> Although okay. a fully creamy, like no chunks, just bread flavor is so funny. Like just like, oh, rye. Mm. <laughs> no seeds or anything. It just tastes no, like no. rye bread. There's like, yeah, there's like a yeast note to it that yeah, you just don't for sure. not prepare and instead for, no of, matter what. Um, instead of like sweet toppings you put on like uh like brown mustard and like crumbled pastrami bits <laughs> i'm selling myself on this honestly i would eat this i would eat this ice cream a savory ice cream sundae that sounds yeah kind of awesome that sounds ridiculous my my bosses did a limited edition ice cream collab uh with this place in new york odd fellows and they one of the flavors was like bacon egg and cheese sandwich flavored ice cream that sounds and great. It is pretty, um, like you get a taste for it, like with a human finger Oreo. Um, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. try it once, you and have you're one like, bite, and you—it's the only bite you, you want ever again. You try it, and you're like, "This is a little overwhelming," because it's—it is like a um, kind of candied egg in there, plus like candied bacon crumbles, plus. A um supposedly this is the hardest to taste, but like a swirl of um like cheddar infused whipped cream on a in a oh sweet in a sweet cream ice cream base. And so you take a couple bites and you're like, this is a lot going on. And then by your third bite, you're like, oh, I it's like when you live in a city and you're like, it's overwhelming. And then on day like 10, you're like, but I can get Thai food at four in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, you you just become accustomed to the overwhelming. Then yeah. you go home and to then, your right, then vanilla it, vanilla ice cream parents, and you're like, this isn't the same. Yeah, you put on like uh, sounds of the city so you can sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, there is uh, actually, and I may have worked on this, uh, may or may not, cannot confirm at okay. my old job, a flavor uh, for Baskin Robbins where they had movie theater popcorn ice cream. Oh wow! Ooh. And it was like salty. It was honestly incredibly delicious. And I still don't know the magic of how they made like the popcorn kernels inside to not become mush immediately. So was it 
but it was wow. like it had like puff it had like puffed corn in there that was like fascinating. Really was it still sweet or was it a little bit more savory than normal? It was still very sweet. It was like caramel okay. corn, right? Okay, cool. Um, That's great. It was ice cream. I, so I mean, the famous one, the famous example there too, or are similar thing is um the Jelly Belly buttered popcorn flavored jelly, oh, yeah. which are incredibly controversial. A real yeah. lightning rod of a dessert. Yeah, no, I do I I do not like them at all, but I do not avoid them. Oh, interesting. Okay, I have foods like, that are like that. I have like a, a like ah, oh, it's there. I'm not just like I pick it out and I notice it. I usually eat it because I don't I don't I'm not one of those real fussy uh uh jelly bean guys. Like I'm not like a, a real fussy jelly bean guy. <laughs> not one of those fussy jelly bean folks you read about these days. Yeah. I'm an old They're fashioned all, all flavors of beans. Yeah. All flavors, all beans, all at once, just big old handful. Well, it's, it's, funny you say, it's funny you say that because oh, as a power move, I did eat a small handful of uh, a variety of flavors once. And it is about as confusingly, I want to say unpleasant, but also good because it's all sugar. Like, it, it's a very confusing experience. And it is a really, <laughs> uh, all, all of Jelly Bellies at once, that is more of a commitment than I can make. I will eat all the flavors. But I try to mm. pair them just so that it's not like because regular jelly beans, your your everyday beans, you know the jelly beans you eat every day of the year. <laughs> you know, yeah, your um, everyday beans. Uh, the th- those you like, they're similar enough that you're not gonna get like one, uh, maybe a licorice. But even a licorice jelly bean is like sweet enough that it blends with mm. the others. But like you could get some real like a coconut in there Ugh. that just throws the whole balance off. Again, not that it's bad, just a strong flavor. Oh, we, we uh we on this podcast have made a strong stance against Yeah, we, we 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 are not coconut. In fans. all its forms? We have some strong opinions, yeah. I, honestly, mm, all right, I uh, n- disagree, but I respect this is your this is your podcast, so I'm not going to no, be rude. This is this is a podcast for you to argue. So just like lay into us if you want. Like or... it's tough. It's tough with taste. Like if it's a band, I could be like, but have you heard this album? But with coconut, I can't just be like, have you tried it on the back of your tongue? <laughs> <laughs> I I do have this theory about like a lot of foods because I'm not a particularly particularly uh, picky eater. Mm-hmm. But I there was a lot of things I don't like. And what's but the difference? Times, but oftentimes <laughs> I feel like. I it's because I haven't had the best version. Got it. Of it. Yep. So I, I feel like for a while I didn't like uh, Indian food because my first time I had Indian food I got food poisoning. Yep. Ruined That's all tough. Indian food. That's really me. tough. And then I had really good Indian food and I was like, okay, new world opened up. Yep. It doesn't. I don't hate it anymore. Right. Because you had this this kind of food trauma. Um, right. I. It's tough with coconut because I feel like you've probably been there. You've probably been I, to the I've top tried, of the I've tried it a lot. Yeah, I've tried yeah, to yeah, like yeah. it. Well, so I just got um, the idea. It probably wasn't. Forms. You probably didn't get food poisoning from a coconut. <laughs> you could. Well, so I just got the idea. I'm sure it I got the idea now. Maybe you could just like try like doing a line of shredded coconut. <laughs> oh my god! Ooh, that sounds so grainy. <laughs> I know, great, so and grainy you won't in get the nose. Anything from it except like a nosebleed. You'll it'll be like half. The uh, I have a friend who uh, in high school, because of course, went to the movies, got one of those like shareable bags of sour skittles. After finishing them, was dared for like five or ten bucks to s- snort a line of the sour sugar. Uh, oh. he, he did not see the entire. He did not see the whole movie. He he was he's kind of out of commission of after that. He got his money though. Yeah, it was he was too high on citric acid. <laughs> yep. The um, he <laughs> was the, real sour. Here's the thing about snorting a line of coconut, shredded coconut though. I do find even if you don't love the taste, a very gentle, pleasing aroma. I again, you don't like the the no, scent I, of coconut. <laughs> I, it smells like suntan lotion to me. I man. know, which I, smells great, like a a pleasant day at the beach. No, it, <laughs> I disagree. I what do you have against? I understand not liking the taste of suntan lotion, and that's a big thing with the coconut flavored uh, Lacroix sparkling water, right? People say it tastes uh, like suntan lotion, which suntan lotion it tastes like the memory of a suntan lotion. Yeah, a suntan lotion friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yes, it's a, a a suntan that you used to know. Um, <laughs> but the I love the smell. I have like a I I frequently will employ a, a coconut scented shampoo oh, oh wow a delight a treat <laughs> i wish i wish i could taste it 
do you ever do you ever wish that something that a non-food product would taste as good as it smelled oh absolutely a candle I, and soap. I, I, oh yeah i yeah. have so i have like beard oil that smells like sandalwood yeah. and i think it smells incredible like i just want like to cook something on it. Yep. Like I want to infuse it into meat. But uh, no good. That would be no good. No, it would be real. It would be a new kind of oil. It would not be something I want. Yeah. So Yankee Candle has this, um, like this, like cookie, this like holiday cookie fla- uh, flavored scent mm-hmm. that I smelled once. Sure. And it's one of those things that I'm like, I would love to heat up that wax and just like melt it and like drink it. It just, it just smells so good. Yeah. I. But you can't, you can't do it. But and it's also like. So you find yourself chasing the the ghost of the flavor of the smell. Yeah. I mean, I've tried so much cookie dough. I've tried, like, I like to bake. I've tried to make a bunch right. of cookies. Can't quite get it. Right. I think you, we, just I, want, you just want to, like, show it to a professional baker and be like, taste me this smell. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I enter every bakery. Yes. Just with a smell you want them to create an analogous taste for. Make this bread. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want a savory ice cream sundae. <laughs> oh, I, we, maybe we need to start training dogs to, like, find that flavor. Oh, like with truffles? Yeah. Or whatever, Only, only yeah. in this case, it'd be, like, Yankee Candle smells. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or, or we need to make a Yankee Candle finger Oreo candle. So yes. that we can come close, but never too close. Mm-hmm. Right, you can't, because then you'll just, like, you'll see a candle and start salivating if you get it too <laughs> Okay, I don't know. And then you'll like, start eating candles. Every, every Hanukkah, you're just insatiably hungry. <laughs> and I don't know what kind of form factor you're thinking of here, but I'm definitely thinking of, like, a hand with a finger pointing up, and at the top of the finger is a little wick, and and you light that wick. Ooh, a finger candle. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how you have to do it. Oh. That's very that's very Halloween. That feels very spooky. Very you see spooky. That? I yeah. think that's like probably that's not a in candle. Halloween too. That's not a candle you want like for like, honey, I've made a romantic dinner for two. <laughs> I'm just gonna light a candle, some rose petals on the bed, and she's like, That candle looks like a human finger. You're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> like, well, if you Do you not like my gift? <laughs> well, and if if you want it to be more fancy, like you get you can buy the more expensive one that has all the fingers pointing up. And they all, and you can light yep. them all. Uh, and if you want to be cool for like at a birthday party, you can get the thumbs up candle. Oh, a little thumbs up candle. I, I do so think a thumbs up candle would be kind of dope. Though. <laughs> it that would, would be, be kind of fun. fun. I don't think I would eat it, but I would like to see it on a cake. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I love, is this, I mean, I blame myself. This is not, I'm not saying this about you guys. I feel like I've made your podcast stupider than it usually <laughs> no. is you you honestly have not okay uh, wow no because i was like um, you ever want to eat soap and you guys were like hell yeah <laughs> and i was like well i feel very at goes. home but i don't want to do this to you no that this is kind of where it goes great like it, it, we kind of just start like talking about the weird things we've eaten in the strong sure. the very strong opinions about things that don't matter we have mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. And like other other weird food oddities. Uh but speaking of speaking of jelly beans, back to jelly beans. Let's do um, it. Um have you ever had the bamboozled jelly beans? Have you, you ever mean seen the, those? from based on the the film Bamboozled starring No Yesterday, <laughs> formerly Most Dev? No, then no. I did also, even if that no, I don't even if that exists, I've never heard it. <laughs> Um, it is, uh, it's basically like jelly bellies, right? But yep. they have, um, every, every, like, you, you know, when you're going through a bag of jelly bellies, you like, look at it, you're like, oh, it's like, this is clearly the popcorn one, right? Yeah. Um, there are, each bean color has two flavors. One is like delicious and one is a oh, nightmare. Oh no. No. Which honestly, like, it's like banana or pencil shavings. Uh, <laughs> Berry no. blue or toothpaste. I don't want Th- my dessert is... to be a prank. It, right? Yeah. This is sort of like a thing that they just invented for like YouTubers, right? They were just sort of like, yeah. someone's going to eat this on like BuzzFeed videos and yep. we're going to make money doing it. So, and then we'll our company will fold four weeks later when nobody buys a <laughs> yeah, second exactly. bag of these jelly beans. It reminds me of the when there were those Harry Potter tie-in jelly beans, because the, right. the every flavor beans. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, some of them are puke, and it's like, 
I was always like, oh, I wonder how accurate those are. But I didn't wonder enough to like eat them. And I certainly didn't wonder enough to regret never having eaten them. Well, well, so about <laughs> the fair. accuracy part, like I know that like there was I think there's like like the booger flavor. But then I'm like, I don't know what yeah. my own, you know, boogers taste like. And I'm like, do I need to try both That's now? A big memory. Right. Now I've got to eat. Right. If it's like this is like dog poop. You're like, well, I guess we have to do some research. <laughs> yeah, like who who decided that? Like who is the food scientist who who, who like did the field research? Yeah, to right. taste like the booger the booger jelly bean for the Bernie Bots jelly bean. Was it like I'm going to use my boogers, or did he have to go like to across the nation to get a right and sample? find like a median booger? From what I understand, <laughs> internships are getting worse and worse. So. Um, I can only yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just eating um, the boogers and cataloging is, the flavor profiles. <laughs> this is not paid, and you will be eating other people's boogers. Potentially dog poop, but that's only if you get a promotion. But we'll write you a great letter of recommendation. It'll look mm-hmm. terrific on your college apps. I I do know for a fact, because I've met a person at a food science uh, conference, that uh, they... F- Dog food and pet food companies have often a food scientist there because everything has to be safe for human consumption. And I think also that means someone has to taste it as well. Whoa. Interesting. Yeah. Which is like, I think the worst job, right? Because I've seen, I've seen like food scientists at like this uh, um, company or whatever. And I've, Come very close to applying to it, but I don't want to get the job and then turn it down because I'm going to eat dog food. Because you're not the guy that's like, this dog food is safe, but I'll tell you what, still tastes like dog food. Yeah, it tastes like dog food. But, okay, have you had the best version of dog food? No, I haven't. Maybe that's that's why you don't like it. (laughs) I'm not addicted to the crunch yet of the kibble. That's really what I'm looking well, for. Well, hey, I'm not going to lie. I I spent I did spend a couple summers, you know, taking a, uh taking care of like an uncle's cat and um he, like definitely ate like that the wet cat food. Where is this going? Well, so Nick? I Where mean, this as someone story? who grew up eating like a lot of tuna, you know, I open that can and I look inside and I'm like and I smell it and I'm like it's not that different. How ba- how different could it be? I I I haven't did you try it? I haven't tried it. But did okay. you try it? Tell the truth. Um I put my nose, I put my face really close to it just to know, but I, I, I wasn't brave enough. I, I eventually chickened out. Was, oh, that's the that's the name of the flavor. <laughs> chickened chicken, out. Chickened out. Chicken, chicken out yeah. I would eat something called chickened out. Oh. You could be. What if it was dog food? Oh, well, because you are what you eat. Um, I don't know. I, again, if it's if it smells that good, I'd think about it. And this is coming from someone who doesn't even like condiments. Yeah, Ooh, that's wow. also wait a minute. That's the other so huge, huge thing that Nick hates. It's been a a point of contention on this entire podcast. Wait a minute, he hates condiments. This is so you've tried eighty-ish different flavors of Oreos, but you don't like condiments. So, uh, so I am like like Rob said, I am not a picky eater, but there are some things I don't like, um, which are condiments, which is a huge it category. Is a huge, of it things. is a huge category. I admit. With that spans so many flavors. Yeah. So here's the thing, like, and and I th- I think I've said this before uh, on the podcast, but like, I will definitely like once a year like try ketchup again, and I'll try, or if I see like a different ketchup that seems like super fancy, and I'm no, I'm not going to get like you know again, I'll try it because maybe my taste changed. Um, they haven't yet, but I got to give it that chance, you know. Yeah. Um. I I don't think ketchup is one of the foods that. I don't think the fancier ones are like more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They're more just like they're more like tomatoey and less like ketchup. They're yeah, more... I I find myself and it's it's definitely just because I've been conditioned to prefer like a Heinz ketchup, like a straight down the middle Heinz ketchup because I also don't like worse ketchups. Like I don't I I prefer Heinz to a Hunts because I think it's Ooh. just like yeah. Oh. I think it's just like it's been Heinz forever for me. Yeah, I, I'd say ketchup is like the one thing that I'm like, I have, I only like generic ketchup. Yeah. But everything else, make it as bougie as you want, but ketchup, eh, I I feel, I feel pretty similarly. Like, I feel like I will have like a grainy, spicy mustard if that's offered. Like, I think, you know, I don't always want the spiciest mustard, but like, I'll try like a, a gourmet mustard. But like, when a place has a house-made ketchup, it's like, you know, they just sell this. They sell it at every supermarket. And you don't have to make it yourself. 
you can spend he that time. It. That's how it's house made. Like, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you can spend that time making anything. You can spend that time perfecting your cake recipe or grilling your steaks more attentively, or even you just take a break. Watch a, uh, watch an episode of whatever it is you've been watching on Quibi. We've all been watching Quibi, right? I, I don't, I don't, I guess. I don't know. I've watching, I've been watching ads for Quibi, which are apparently as long as the shows. Yeah. So I guess I've been watching Quibi. Uh, what is like the deal behind Quibi? Because I've seen it everywhere. I've heard it everywhere. I don't know if you're at liberty to even talk about it because I don't know if you have a secret Quibi show coming up. I've been on a Quibi show. Oh, yeah? But I don't, I don't have some kind of non-Quimpete. Uh, <laughs> <or laughs> Non-Quimpete contract. Um, contract. Qu- contract, yeah. <laughs> um, I, here's the problem. I want to use the letter Q to make gentle fun of Quibi, but I feel like it gets so close to like QAnon. QAnon. So <laughs> yeah. I feel you. But um, yeah, I think it's just like it was a it's an entertainment platform that got a lot of funding based on the pedigree of the people that were in charge of it and based on their their kind of pitch of like, it, hey, you know what people want? Less. People <laughs> are busy. They want premium quality, very short. And uh, and then when it was put in front of people, they were like, wrong. Yeah. Um, is it? Did it go out of business, or is it still like? No, it's still kicking it's still around. Kicking. There was a rumor this week that they're they're looking for buyers. Which, if you can't even find people to subscribe, I don't know how you're going to find someone to buy your whole shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, they did have because I don't know. Oh, they did the, have this cool uh, gimmick, I guess you can call it, where I think they they film things really funny where. Uh, what you see is a little different dep- depending on if you're watching it uh, vertically or horizontally. Yes, I've heard that. Oh. I've heard that as well. Oh, so yeah. they have like they f- they framed it for like the vertical and the horizontal shot. And for yeah, for landscape and portrait. Oh, so weird. if you right, you see a slightly different shot. Yeah. Now, I, unfortunately, I'm the type of obsessive that I, th- I feel like that wouldn't really work for me because I'd have to watch each show twice to see how it looks both ways. Oh. <laughs> so. You'd have to. Like- you've got twelve minutes. You've got twelve minutes. <laughs> I guess I do. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that's. You know, with 12 minutes, we're, we're edging up on, like, uh, you know, full, like, regular, you know, comedy episode or whatever, you know? Uh, right. So. I could watch a slow beat. That's because uh, Quibi is short for quick bites. Oh, so a slow, a slow beat, oh, which slow is bite. a two hour. That's the new term for movies. Slow beat. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. It's talkies and slow beats. <laughs> talkies and slow beats. <laughs> Uh, um, okay. Well, let's let's talk about this Oreo for uh, the last chunk of the episode. Um, Great. So, Josh, do you under uh, I I think I briefly explained the tier system that we rank these things on. Uh, but yes. it's like S is like the best, and then it's A through F. Uh, the way Great. I've been sort of explaining it is like once you get like once you get to B tier, that's like solidly good. We we put the OG okay. single and double stuff Oreos. Ooh, we didn't ask the most important question, Nick. Yes. What's that? Uh, Josh, are you a single stuffed Oreo guy or a double stuffed Oreo guy? It goes day to day. Really? Okay. okay. Yes. I don't think I have a strong preference. I think I probably, okay, if I'm going to have one, I would, I'll have a double stuffed. Good. Like oh, if yeah. I'm, that, that's what I would say. If I'm going to have one cookie, if I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm a little peckish. I've got dinner coming up soon. Um. I'll have one cookie. I would have a double stuff, but I would prefer. I don't like keep both in the house for these <laughs> different contingencies. This is my peckish um, pile of cookies. This it, is my hungry yeah. pile of cookies. And then, in, yeah. in case of peckishness, if I was glass. Gonna... yes, <laughs> <laughs> I keep them in a glass case. Yeah, and it's one um, Oreo that needs to be one, refilled yes, one every in each time. Case. Yeah, and my my house is just covered with glass shards. <laughs> Never uh, clean them up. It's too peckish. Incredibly wasteful. Um, but if yeah, if I'm gonna have like a snack i would prefer like a few single stuff oreos okay okay That's, all right yeah I, as a double I, stuff guy myself i can respect that i i okay. I, I respect i respect that because yeah i maybe Rob, that's are you double or single i'm a single stuff so oh interesting i think that's what makes this podcast work yeah it's the we, dynamic yeah we compliment um, each other yeah <laughs> nick you're so great oh Done. you're great too uh that was a terrible joke. Uh, I will cut that. No, I won't. <laughs> um, but you're great too, it's Josh. Sweet. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, you're also <laughs> Look, great. I don't come here for you to validate me. I'm here to to talk about snacks and eating candles. Hell yeah, and <laughs> and fingers in some form. 
S through F, right? And we gave single and double stuff. We put them at B because it's like, wow, I would put them both at A. That's what a lot of what's better. See, this is I feel like my frame of reference for Oreos is all uh, I feel I feel like it's like when you marry the first person you sleep with when you're just like, sure, this is great. (laughs) This is the best thing I've ever done. What I know this is what love is to me. This is the only possibility that love is and sex. That's how I feel about Oreos. That well. So what's like an A or an S for for context? So S tier, I think we gave to. I don't think have we even give anything A. I can't remember. Um, I've got to think about it because I definitely have some in mind. Um, uh, but you have some S tiers. Yeah. Well, so so the one that we've given one Oreo S tier, and it was the fudge covered fudge Oreos, which were damn so good. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. It was like you you know that you only really want one but then you have another and you're like i don't know man should i risk it and then you have another and they're just so indulgent and the best yeah you're you're cool. just like sated after that like i like you I you wouldn't that. have food after that i don't know no yeah and i think we've given something a and i can't remember but that's okay i just wanted to know so okay so s tier is like a real spectacular yeah cookie. yeah yes Go b on. is like you know we try when we're Recorded the first episode, we did single and double stuff. And that was sort of like, let's build the backbone of this. Maybe we'll of come course. back and revise it. The frame it. of reference. Right. Where Because everybody who listens knows what a single or double stuff is, probably. So you know, the same, better, worse. That's right. a perfect, yeah. That's perfect. Right, right, right. And then uh, we have also an another another tier, which is uh, contested or undecided, where <laughs> okay. um, I don't know if the... We do have an episode coming up where we didn't agree strongly didn't agree and i don't think it will come out by the time this comes out Um, okay but uh they yeah so that's that's that so i think this oreo i'm gonna i'm gonna say it right now it was giving me real big uh uh lucky charms marshmallow vibes oh interesting like it was just real like and then just suddenly very sour at the end and i was like this is very weird because it wasn't, I couldn't tell if it was key lime or trying to be key lime. When you said key lime, that makes more sense to me than just a straight lemon or lime. Because when I was, when I saw the name of the flavor, I just kind of was like, oh, it's like a, a, a lime flavored or, a, you know, a citrus flavored. Yeah. And when I would take a bite, I took, I ate a couple just whole, you know, a bite out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like this is okay. And then you hit, get hit with the sour at the end. Yeah. And then I even tried eating alternatively, twisting the cookie apart, scraping the, the filling with my teeth, because I feel like any fair Oreo evaluation has to include one kind, one consumption as such. Yep. Uh, because that is so much of how people eat an Oreo. I agree. And, and yeah, I really want to, yeah, thank you. I really want to praise your, uh, your Oreo assessment uh, technique. Cause that's exactly what I do. Thank you. Yes, I feel like you have to. You have like not all foods need to be evaluated on their component parts, but the cream of an Oreo needs to be tasted on its own merits. I agree. Um, and and, and it still tasted there. There's like this upfront that I almost. It's so interesting that I almost was like, is this a graham crackery flavor? Oh. And then the finish huh. was the fi- the the aftertaste. The finish is definitely there's something tangy. And I remember thinking when I was eating it, I was like. I I wonder if I would like it more if it was more sour the whole bite through. Interesting. Huh. I because I, I was definitely they do have Oh, I ahead, I was sorry. definitely getting like uh you know th- like those sour notes at the end that they were kind of reminding me of like like tricks, I think. Like 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 mm-hmm. like, it, like it was the fake, very cereal. Yeah, like the it was fake very much like, like the a, fake cereal like fruit flavor in there. Mm-hmm. And I don't tend to like um citrusy things and chocolate too much i eat it because it's still good it's just not my go-to thing um sure but, but uh yeah i don't know i feel like my, my opinions of all this was kind of like up and down for a lot of different reasons and like the kid cereal stuff definitely boosted because of like the nostalgia factor but you know mm-hmm. um and i i don't it, it's funny that you say nostalgia because i like when i was looking up because i taste the cookie and then because we do too much in we do too much research for oreos i like looked up the 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 name of it and there are recipes for like 
lime Oreo pie that are all in Spanish. So this might like be a thing that is like reminiscent for uh, Hispanic or um, whatever is like culture. Like maybe they're trying to like, because we have pumpkin pie, right? They have pumpkin pie. So you're saying maybe this is, this is like an, um, like a recreation of a more homemade dessert. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Because they have peanut butter pie Oreos, which I can't talk about because it won't be released yet. But that, which is like a homemade (laughs) dessert, right? Like you wouldn't go, I mean, I guess you could go to like a fancy restaurant and get a peanut butter pie Oreo, but like, or a peanut butter pie, uh, pie. Uh, but like, it's such a homemade thing, right? Yeah. I, I, I could see doing it. I love a peanut butter dessert, but I know what you mean, but it's like, (laughs) it is a, it's, it's a prepared dessert. It's not just like, it's not just something you would get as a cookie in a sleeve. Mm -hmm. It is, it is to, it is to imitate a, a different food stuff. Totally. And, and so, yeah, I, I wonder if I would enjoy this more had I grow, grown up with, like, key lime Oreo pie kind of things. Because I've had, like, the, mm-hmm. the Oreo pie crust on, like, a, a cheesecake. And that's, oh, like, sure. delicious. Cru- yeah, like, that's tasty. Yeah, it's super great. Good. But, like, I didn't super love these. I really didn't. I wasn't a big fan. And I thought they were just kind of, like, they weren't, they weren't offensively bad to me. I, I will also say the flavor, until you get to the aftertaste, the flavor of the filling is very mild. Right. Right? Right. I don't think it was, like you said, it's very cereal, but it's not, it doesn't have the aggressive flavor of like a bite of tricks, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or Fruity Pebbles. It doesn't hit you right up front as much. So I do, I do think you're right. It's not like offensively one way, like even if you don't love the flavor, it it's not like, you bite it and go, oh, you bite it. And you're like, huh, trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the, the aftertaste kind of gives you a, a stronger idea of what, what it is. Yeah. What, what you taste. And I, I agree. It was just sort of like it. it uh, this is like kind of like cereal. And then the finish is just all lime, lemon, whatever. Yep. Um, and and very for citrusy. That, very- yeah. And, and it was weird because I didn't like it with chocolate. I think citrus and chocolate. Not. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I like Especially I like the orange tangy. chocolate. So what am I, I don't mind about? it. Yeah, and orange chocolate I think is is better than a, a, a lime, lime chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, not a super traditional pairing. No, at least not for us. Like at least not for Americans. Yes, right? yes, that's like, right. That's not a, it's not a uh, it's not a pairing I'm accustomed right, to. Right. Yeah. Right. Same here. Now 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 I'm starting to reevaluate. I'm like, well, what if I grew up with this? Like, how would that change yeah. things? But uh, you know, I'm, but I do think it's okay to to understand that that might that you might lack the context for full appreciation but like to evaluate it within the context that you've experienced yeah yeah i think i think that's all you can do uh yeah. like i can i can go on and on about sensory science because that's like my real full-time job and that's basically mm-hmm. how we evaluate things right like you right. only can recognize things that you literally have memories of um, mm-hmm. and so, and a lot of th- people just like things that they grew up with. That's why you like the ketchup you like, right? Yep. And so, yeah. No doubt. So, uh, it's now time, it's decision time. Uh, okay. so, uh, whoever wants to go first, what, what tier do you guys think that you want to put them in? What are you thinking? I can go first. Okay. If you don't mind. I would love it. On my own, when I learned of the scoring system, I, I had this on the bubble between a low B tier food item and a high C tier food item. Okay. But that is with my thought that an, an a regular stuff and a double stuff would be an A tier okay. Oreo. Knowing that the rubric of this podcast <laughs> places those at a B tier, I can't I can't conscientably also rate this a B tier. So this is firmly a C tier snack for me. Okay. Yeah, I was somewhere in C or D. Because it was sort of like, mm. C C tier is like, it's good. And D tier to me is like, it's forgettable. And I can't mm-hmm. I can't distinguish, because an F tier for me is like, this is so bad, but you want it for the story. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can't, I, I can't really, I can't, I can't decide. I'm like between C and D. Um, mm. um, Nick, tiebreaker. Here yeah, we go. So- Don't put it at an A. I will kill you. <laughs> oh, man, I have a new favorite Oreo. No, um. What is it? Uh, yeah, so like, I there were aspects of it that I enjoyed. Uh, the nostalgia factor was important for me, I guess, because again, it reminded me of cereal that I ate as a kid. Um, 
again, not super psyched about the the, the tanginess of you know, uh, of the lime or lemon or whatever. Um, so I think it all kind of balanced out into like a kind of high C for me because like if you offered these to me, I would definitely eat them. Um, okay. Totally. But, yeah. But they but they don't really unseat like any of my more favorite flavors. Right. And I think I think we put the trolls Oreos at C tier, which the trolls Oreos have literal pop rocks in them, which is a nightmare. Um, so <laughs> I, I so I like... I like these more than the troll <laughs> ones. For just like for the record, if we need to sort this later, I like these more than the troll ones. Yeah. I also think that another way to think about the aftertaste is like the flavor of a pop rock without the pop, like that, oh. that citrus tanginess at the end does have like a pop rock like um amount of tartness just without the yeah like sense of the other sensory stuff it's like sour and sweet to an extreme point yep. but like the reason mm-hmm. pop rocks like are a cool, nerds like nerds right right because oh. they're very yeah very very tart and dry and mm-hmm. yeah i think i i'm i'm comfortable with giving it a c tier i i think this is being our first uh foreign language oreo i feel like c tier is is fair is a fair fair place to put it. We have we didn't get we didn't get hot wings. We didn't get wasabi Oreos. Those I hope are F tier. I hope they're so bad they're good, kind of tier. No, I hope they're I hope they're S tier. Yeah, I hope you eat a wasabi Oreo <laughs> and you're like I never want sweet cookies again. <laughs> I only want a spicy cookie. Oh my gosh. Well, oh, spicy. so I'm so glad you said that because um I have oh, been. No. I have been uh, messing around with making my own uh, like custom Oreos in my free time. I haven't done it recently, but I'm ramping up mm-hmm. to do it again. Um, and I really wanted a savory Oreo because like Oreo just doesn't make them. Um, yeah. And so I made a Doritos and Mountain Dew Oreo. Wow. Yeah. And uh, and I'm and I'm proud of saying this, and I'll say this every time I talk about it. But um, the proof that it's not as horrifying as it sounds is that the people who I try who I gave them to took more than one so okay so i th- like that is my low bar of success but it's still a success okay um yeah. so which leads into my question is if you had to design a custom flavor oreo what would you want Ooh, that's good hmm. because i is this just for me yeah it yeah. can be for you for me? i mean I, i'd love okay. i'd love to hear what rob thinks but you know he's gonna end up tasting whatever he says so i know uh, <laughs> <laughs> i would go i mean i think this exists already fingers and ketchup fingers and ketchup <laughs> a classic f and k um, <laughs> i my first impulse is towards uh mint okay yeah yeah which does it does that exist oh, yeah definitely that's the origin story of this whole podcast Oh, interesting. There was a mint Oreo and a cool mint Oreo. And Nick nonstop tweeted Oreo, who I don't think ever gave a straight answer about what the difference was. No, never. I I tweeted at them periodically. Did you taste the difference or no? Uh, I ended up, I I haven't told the full story, I don't think, at some point, but I ended up getting uh, both at some point from a friend who visited uh, Iceland. But um, I tweeted at them like once a month for like a year until they finally like recognized me and it was the proudest moment of of my adult life so (laughs) yeah Uh, but i think something minty that's like something i like with with chocolate um or you know what if we could get the accuracy there i think it might be too complicated a flavor to pull off in an oreo but i think something i would love if we could approximate the real thing Again, approximating a different dessert is a tiramisu Oreo. They exist. They exist too. Fuck. Yeah. God damn. Tiramisu. My imagination is worse than reality. <laughs> yeah, tiramisu Oreos are a thing. They are on Amazon right now. You can buy them. I, uh, I was hoping they maybe twenty two dollars. Oh wow. I I have twenty two dollars. I don't know if I've <laughs> allocated them for cookies. They're not in your cookie budget. You know I. I was, you know, I was honestly hoping you'd say something like chicken so I could find a reason to, like, make, like, a, a chicken parm Oreo, which now I might just do. I do I do like the idea of it, <laughs> but it's not, for me, the dream. Like, I think, I, I, but I guess that is, like, the, um, if I'm dreaming bigger, I guess, like, a, like, a barbecue ribs or if we're going <laughs> oh savory. my god i'm oh, writing god. that so nick down. is gonna make me nick is gonna make me eat that and i will send you an angry text uh 
being or a review or a positive review. You'll find or, out. Or a care package. <laughs> Or a care package. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> but that's what I think. More than a chicken parm, I would want like a barbecue rib. Like a like a um, Kobe, no, like a, a Korean uh, barbecue rib. No, no, right? no. I already know like how I'm bulgogi, doing this. Bulgogi Oreos. I already know oh, how no, I'm Bulgogi Oreos would be pretty good. Okay. With I know what I'm what doing. Would go. I'm go, I'm go, I'm, I'll probably end up like uh, f- taking a food processor and like maybe some beef jerky just to like... Mix into like the cook the some of the powder into the cookie itself, and then the cream. Get some sweet baby rays and mix that in with the cream. Uh, so the cookies are I... beef, and the the cream is barbecue sauce. Yeah, basically. Well, now that you reduce it to its component parts, I am slightly nauseated. <laughs> <laughs> we'll workshop it. Uh, oh man, yeah. I uh, try it. <laughs> you try anything well, once, but I do. Th- I do feel like a snack I would return to more might be a tiramisu. Well, they are, they exist. You can buy them for, I guess they're not, well, you can buy them at Target still for not $22, for $4. Oh, I don't well, know why the first for- thing I bought, the first thing I clicked was Amazon. Oh, because it's, <laughs> it's in Spanish because it thinks, because I was looking up the, the Spanish Oreo cookies. And so it was like, mm-hmm. you can get these in Spain for $22, but you can get them in America for no four. No way. You can get them at Target for less? Maybe I'll try them. There you I'll go. I'll call in. I'll Hell be like, yeah. I tried the tiramisu Oreos. I'm yes. hijacking your episode <laughs> to talk about those. We could, we would absolutely have you back if you want to review tiramisu Oreos with us. That would be All so right. fun. Um, right. But uh, this is, uh, you've been, this has been great, man. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for coming me. on. Do you, uh, is there anything you want to plug at the end of our show? Sure. Um, I have my own podcast. It's called Make My Day. It's a comedy game show where there's only one contestant each week. So the only participant always wins. It's a very low stress listening experience. Great. Um, thank you. I have a, a, an essay collection, a book out called Nice Try Stories of Best Intentions and Mixed Results that, I, that I'm very proud of and would, would love for you to read. And um, I, I'm a writer and producer at Desus and Marrow on Showtime. So you should watch that. It is a good TV show, in my opinion, that you would like. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much again, Josh. Um, of course. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate it. So uh, uh, I, you, if you want, you can be part of our sign off or if not. Sure. Sure. I've been Rob. I've been Nick. I will always be. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we hope you get dunked, babies. Have a good one. Goodbye forever. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Good Stuff with Rob and Nick. Good Stuff is produced by Rob Mulligan and promotional artwork by Nick Pappas. Good Stuff's theme is composed by Kenny Gray of Mess and Finesse. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Good Stuff Podcast. See you next week. My name is Gibetto Funkin, one shoe stumble, knackle timber shivers at your service. I'm looking for some friends of mine. The many pennies? The many pennies. Them. I know we've been really busy, but I think that all we need to do is just tackle the next thing on this 24-item to-do list, and we'll be fine. Someone bring me some food. Also, my flask is empty. I need a refill. Nobody panic. I may have lost several scorpions. I said nobody panic. Check out this new skin patch on my cloak, guys. Guys? You know, I might be looking for someone else. I don't blame you. Adventure Incorporated, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play adventure podcast. New episodes every Monday. Find us at adventureinkpod.com.